newscast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Hola, como esta, amigo? I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You're, you're not talking ready. too much. I'm not ready. What do you mean? You're I don't not know. Ready. I'm not ready. I can't go on. Oh, uh, yeah. How you are can. you? Yeah, you can. Sure, I, could I just, can. We could just ad lib the entire thing. What do you need any I'd kind of scripting been for? Doing it for thirty-five years. Exactly Might as well right. Pull it out of my butt today. No, out of your <laughs> ear. This is the family hour. It doesn't come out of your right. butt. I'm pulling out of your the ear. show out of my ear. Thank you. There you are. Exactly. It's family hour. How are you? I'm uh, wonderful because it's Friday and I won't be here next week. Ha ha ha. I'm taking a week off. I'm going to take a week off and lay by the poo. You going to take a week off? I'm taking a week off in February. Good for you. We're, we're taking time off because the next year is going to be an S show. <sighs> And uh, it's blanks to the wall. It really is. We, it's getting weird already. Well, well, it's been weird for a while. See, that's the issue, right? Yeah. And you just got to take your time when you can. And I, yep. I'm thinking after they bring in Michelle in May <laughs> that we're going to want to be, you know, here probably 24 seven and oh, not ever God. leave. You know, increasingly. I'm, I'm starting you. to see the light on that one, man. I, I've been kind of hesitant on the Michelle Obama thing. Yeah, but, you were. Uh, they're they're talking a lot about Michelle Obama well, right now, and she's doing a lot as well. She and her husband, as I've been saying for three years, have been contacting their mega donors. Yeah. Hey, what would you think if uh, in 2024, let's just say, oh, hypothetically, as the, right. phone, as the phone call goes, if, you know, uh, Michelle were to be like a, you know, in the race, what would, would, you, know, would you put your money behind her? Let me tell you something. You know, if she were to run, I, I don't know. I know some guys that may want to put some money uh, towards that. You <laughs> let know. me tell you I, something. I'm, I'm not saying this. Uh, this conversation didn't happen. I'm just saying. If, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I, don't, I do not believe, of course, they're going to cheat, right? Well, yeah, okay, that's okay. what they do. Just, let me just say that as a caveat up front, they're going to cheat. Right. And you'll hear some sound in a second as to why they're going to have to cheat. But if Joe Biden is is the candidate, <clears throat> uh, it th- it's an uphill climb for them. Even with the cheat, it's going to be an uphill climb for them. They got to gotta win. cheat real big really this do. time out, man. <laughs> but Sean, I got to tell you, the Michelle thing does scare me, and 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 here's why. And in all seriousness, because um, she doesn't really have that track record behind her, you know. Uh, she's black female. That's yeah. the, you know the first black female. There's going to be a lot of people going to vote for that right. Right, right off the bat. Since we live in a world of identity politics, man, we were the folks who voted in the first black well, black woman president. A lot right? of people did that with Obama, you know, with Barack exactly. uh, the first the time was, around. It was based on that and nothing else. Yeah, it really. Right. Well, he was right. a radical. Everybody yeah. knew it, but right. still. Well, and uh, and so you know that's that's part of it as well. As we all know, the media, like our ABC here and the others. They are nothing more than propagandists for the left. Oh, absolutely. They will drop Kamala like that quick because they know that they can't win with her either. So they'll drop her that quick. Well, they can't cheat big enough to to get her in. (laughs) No. And they'll focus all their attention on Michelle. Yeah, yeah. And Kamala will just fade into the woodwork, just be gone, should just fade away because you will not be able to turn on these boxes in this room without seeing Michelle Obama's face if she jumps in. My people are telling me somewhere around May, June, somewhere around in there. Right, Joe's right. going to say, I'm done, and he's out, and they're going to pardon right. you know, his family and all that kind of stuff. And then Michelle steps in right in time for their convention well, in August. Does she carry Kamala as the VP? Nope. So we just maybe swap out Gavin or somebody like that? Very possible. You know, very but the white man in the subservient position. Absolutely right. No, that's, <laughs> no that, but she, you know what? 
you're joking, but that's it. That's I know. It, that's no, exactly I, I'm the, joking because it's true. That's, that's the what symbolism makes they're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. That is exactly what no, they're yeah, looking for. Get the white dude on the, on the other side. Absolutely right. And I'm going to tell you that, well, Democrats and the independent suburban white women will go for that in a heartbeat, and they'll turn on even those who are right now considering Donald Trump. Right. The Republicans have an issue that they got to deal with right now. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how they how they deal with this. Whether we like it or not, Donald Trump does turn off a lot of independent moderates. Sure. Yeah, he does. Okay. So in choosing a vice presidential running mate, does he choose somebody – that is a female and b a moderate always like a nikki haley who can attract those people or does he go full on maga ramaswamy i no i i think he goes full on maga with christy uh, or may, maybe ramaswamy I, tim scott i i don't care but yeah full on maga whoever it is no don't don't do this political thing where well, I need these independents, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put somebody mediocre in here, somebody lightweight uh, who's it, who's in the middle of things or plays both sides. I think that will turn a lot of people off who, who are absolute supporters of him right now. Well, and uh, that see that's the interesting twist on all this, right? Because is he gonna if they're absolute supporter? It, it, let me put it this way to you because right, you're an right. absolute supporter and I am too. Yeah, Ab- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is there anybody? That he could put on that ticket with him, or anything that he could do at this point, you know, not I'm not talking about you know crime or anything, that would turn you off, that would lose your support. How could could he could Donald Trump lose your support? Um. Well, I mean, he'd have to go south on some pretty big issues, right? You know, but, uh, I mean, it, I guess if he started brokering some kind of lame ass deal. Uh, at least uh, in the campaign, saying this is what I'll do, and it's right. a little different on the border than what we're hoping for. If if Donald Trump, and I've said this for a long time, yeah, people are very big on Trump. I've always been big. Once I got him, I've been really big on Trump. Uh-huh. But I still believe that people who support Trump are issue-based people. Uh-huh, sure. Because right. I think conservatives tend to be issue-based pers- people right. over personality. We love his personality. He's, right. a, he's a hoot, man. He's a, he's a laugh. or He's a lot of fun. But... If he went south on just a couple of important right. issues, you right. know what would happen. People sure. would drop him like a hot rod. Well, and, but, but, but where, where would they go? See, where would MAGA go? Know. Right. See, that, <laughs> and, and I have no so, idea. But see, what, I, what I'm saying is that's the calculation, the calculus that the party heads are going through right now. Oh, sure right? they are. Yeah. Okay. That's what they do. There's really not anything. Okay, let's just stick with the vice presidential choice. Right. right? There's not really anybody that he could put on that ticket in terms of a Republican moderate. I can't that, think of anybody. That would that would turn off MAGA to keep MAGA from voting for him. So, in other words, he puts this person on the ticket, it ticks off the MAGA base, and, and they... But they, they're not they're they're going to vote for him anyway. They're going to vote for him anyway. Right. That, that's a good See, point. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the calculus they have to go through is... They're not so much worried about chasing off MAGA because there's very little chance. Right. I mean, if he, you know, dug up, uh, you know, Stalin and, you know, somebody well, like I that. I mean, you know, put him, you know if, the, the, anything constitutional that Donald Trump, you know, would go weak on right. would turn people off. Or if he, uh, we're talking about the vice presidential choice. Right, right. 
who could he pick that would turn off his base and keep his base from voting for him? I don't think there's anybody. However, Can't really think of anybody, yeah. However, he could put somebody on with him that would attract that white, suburban, independent, moderate female that is turned off by him. You see the calculus that they're uh, going yeah, through? Oh, yeah, they're, and they're is definitely it, turning it over and just dissecting it and saying. analyzing it. Is sure. it they're looking at this going, okay... He's got MAGA, and MAGA's right. not going to go anywhere. MAGA's going to stay sure. with him. And that's roughly $73 million, right? We, right. Got, we got him. But there are a whole bunch of moderates, and there are even some s- center Democrats who don't like this border stuff, who don't like the crime, who don't like the fentanyl, who don't like what's going on. Right. We have got to reach out to them and give them an olive branch and say we're balancing the ticket in order to make sure that we get those people as well. We got MAGA sealed up. Now we got to go get these independents and these people that are kind of moderate out there, and so we're going to get a Nikki Haley. I don't know. I'm not pushing for that, Sean. Please understand. Oh, no, I I'm understand. Not saying no, that's, what I'm telling you, that's what they're calculating because that's, that's how right. political minds work. And so here's the deal. Yeah. If they, One more thing. If, if they bring in Michelle, right. people been telling me for th- I've been telling you for three years. Right. People have been telling me for three years. That's the plan. If they bring her in. And he picks another hard right guy like a Ramaswamy or somebody like that. Right. It's that's gonna be real tough to beat her. I mean, because all those independent women, you know, moderate women on there, they're gonna oh, vote sure. for Michelle. Oh sure, you know, I, and I and I totally see what you're saying. I know that they're they're calculating this, and and that's you know that's that's how our political system works, man. There's a lot of analysis. I, I look at it this way, and I, I, I've been saying this, you know, I've thought this or found this in broadcasting, in my radio work, and writing. Sometimes the obvious choice is the best choice, okay? Well, sure. and, and we overthink things. I would just go with Tim or Christy Noam or somebody. Ramaswamy, I don't know, maybe Ramaswamy, but I'd go with somebody who's hardcore. I, I really, I go with a rock star. Don't overthink it. <laughs> don't overanalyze it. Just do the obvious thing. Make the obvious choice. Uh, because I think we underestimate just how badly people are suffering in this economy with the border and the violence <laughs> and the crime. And I get the whole, you know, we gotta be, we got to get those moderates, got to get those independents. Right. But I think sometimes you just got to go full-on rock star, and I think that's what he ought to do. But if you've got, and again, I'm not arguing for oh, it. Oh, no, I know that. Yeah. We're just breaking down what, the, what, yeah, uh, absolutely. what, what the party yeah. dogs are talking about right sure. now. So if you've already got the hard right in America secure yeah. be- because of Trump. Right. You've already got them. Right. They're not going to go anywhere. Right. Then why would you double up on another hard right? Because you've already got them. You don't need to do anything to seal the deal, right? You've already got right. them. They're already down the aisle ready to give, put the ring on your finger. Sure. What you've got to do somehow in their minds is we've got to go out there and we've got to get those others that are not hard right that left Trump last time, voted for Trump in 16, left him in 2020 because they were turned off by him. Well, sure they were, but things weren't as dire back then. Uh, as they are now, uh, and that's where I, I again. I, I this is just my opinion. If there's, this were me making these choices or doing this analysis, and I would say, no, nah, you know what? Go with the obvious choice. Go with somebody that believes in you and believes in what you want to do, and is there lockstep behind you or beside you on this mission? Because it really needs to be presented as a mission to save this country. Right, And so I, one of the reasons we're in this position is because our government has been thinking politically for too long. Because we overanalyze, because we wonder about outcomes, because we wonder about how much influence we'll gain or lose. And sometimes just go with the rock star, in my right. opinion. Well, yeah. And, yeah. Go not, back. Not, and again, I see what they're say, you're saying and yeah. they're saying about losing 
people who are kind of on the fence, but right. I just wonder exactly how many people are actually on the fence well, right now. One more thing about what you just said, right? Right. And that is the, again, they're, they're just running this through the mill sure. right now to see what direction to go. Um, to, to bring somebody in, uh, again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Right. To bring somebody in that is just a yes man, yeah, that turns people off too, right? Because you want somebody who is going to have another opinion. Oh, sure. That's going to challenge you on your opinion and your thoughts and your decision making, right? Right. At the end of the day, you want a VP. Obviously, it looks good, smells good, speaks well. Do all those because you know they do store openings and ribbon cuttings. What the VP typically does, but you want somebody who, at the end of the day is in lockstep politically with you and in lockstep uh, positions, you know, on issues with you, but somebody who may come at it in a little more moderate or different angle than you're coming at it from so that you have that that tension. Pence was kind of that, you know. Pence was kind of an offering to not just uh, the establishment Republicans, but also somebody who was very measured and, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to call him a moderate, but he was a countermeasure to, to Trump's personality, very obviously. That's right. And that didn't exactly work out. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, Pence, uh, most people considered him kind of a pain in the ass at the end of the day. So, uh, again, I, I would just roll the dice. On, I think no one would be, would be that person that if she really disagreed with something he was doing, I think she's strong and independent, and, and she would have an issue, and she would, you know, maybe give him some pushback. I, I think of all of them, Tim Scott, maybe not. Ramaswamy, I, I don't know about Ramaswamy. I mean, I, I like him. I think he'd be a fine VP choice, uh, you know, as far as bringing in young people and stuff like that. But I, I, my favorite choice is still Noam. And I think she would be that person that if she had an issue or whatever, she would, you know, she would bring it to him. She wouldn't just, you know, agree with everything. Well, we'll get into the uh, the immigration thing and what happened yesterday more as the morning goes on. But there are people right now ready to anoint Greg Abbott. Oh, yeah. And, and look, he's got the support. Maybe of, him. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Great choice. He has the support of 25 governors. That's half the governors in the, in the country. Yep. A bunch of mayors, with the exception of ours. <laughs> he's got a, a, a ton of support. What he's doing at the border, at the very least, he's Department of Homeland Security Secretary. At the very least, right. material, right? Yeah. I'm going to seal this border, and I'm going to take care of immigration, and we're going to fix all these problems. Yeah. Blah, blah, well, blah. Well, Trump gets right. back in, most of the stuff that Abbott's doing won't be necessary anymore. Well, and see, he might be the guy to carry it out right. as an official policy, right? Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff being run through the mill right now, but keep in mind that my sources have been telling me for a long time, and I'm not saying it is going to happen. Right. But Michelle's hanging out out there, ready to come in. And if she does that, the Republicans had better have their act together because she's got a really good shot. The, the, well, the, but, but we, we talk, sorry to jump in, but we okay. talk about all this stuff under the umbrella of they're going to cheat. That's correct. That's, that's why <laughs> I started this. They're going to cheat. It's going to be a corrupt process to begin with. That's how I started this. Yeah. We started this by saying. The caveat is the cheat right. is going to be on. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they're really going to have to cheat to get Joe in. Jimmy, can we do the Joe comparison thing real quick? I know it's break time, but can we just uh, – so go back to 2007. Joe's on a debate with yeah. Barack Hussein, Chris Dodd, and Bill Richardson. I remember that one, yeah. Okay, 2007. And so we're going to play that, and I want you to hear Joe – and then yesterday, Joe. <laughs> so from 2007 to 2024, yeah. here he is. The reason the cities ignore the federal law 
is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this yeah. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. I don't think they can uh, cheat enough to get him to win. I don't. Well, no, know. it ain't going to be him. No, no. They'd have to take over the entire system. You That's know, exactly right. So, so he's not going to be the candidate as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Um, he'll step aside. If the helicopter Michelle in, that's going to be a tough battle. Well, it, you know, it, it's, it it's be. going to be a tough year all the way around, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. All right, let me tell you about BG products for your vehicle and protecting your vehicle, no matter what it is you drive. you got a foreign domestic model make, uh, new, used, uh, whatever, uh, a vehicle that's seen its better years. BG can help it all. And I've been using BG now for decades in my personal vehicles, also in the race cars and a motorcycle, too. And BG gives you that added protection. You know, when you're out here driving around in all kinds of weather conditions and you're stuck on 410 or 1604 I-35 and your engine's still trying to get you where you got to go, providing you with the, with, the, uh, with the transportation that you expect, you got to have maximum protection inside the engine. And wherever you have your oil changed, that's where you can get BG products installed. Now, if you want to find out more about their products and, and what they provide for you, just go to bgfindashop.com. But wherever you go to have your oil changed, everybody carries this stuff, and it goes in the oil, but it also has a they have a wonderful fuel system treatment cleaner, cleans out every aspect of the injectors, every aspect of the, of the fuel system, so that you're saving money at the pump, too. Wonderful product. Great people, by the way. Local folks who love you. That's BG Products, bgfindashop.com. Fog around this morning. Give yourself lots of extra time. Sun later on today in 65. Sunny Saturday and Sunday, too. Over the weekend, highs of 62. Right now it's 53 degrees at KTSA. Good morning. We are working a stall at 410. And FM 1071. Going to really start to do the fog this morning. 725, where in Rima, KTSA. That's pretty bad out there, so yeah. be careful, man. Take your time. Well, let's talk about this case uh, out in California of this young lady who stabbed her boyfriend a hundred times, uh, tried to stab herself. Uh, she was arrested, uh, and she got her sentencing yesterday And uh, for stabbing her boyfriend a hundred times. Uh, she received probation and I think like 100 hours of uh, community service. And people are having a bit of a reaction to this. And uh, the, the argument was that she was in a marijuana-induced uh, state of psychosis because her and her, her, her boyfriend, who, they'd only been together a couple of weeks, but they were token on a bong, and I guess she lost it and stabbed him over 100 times and then tried to stab herself. Um, Dana Perino brought up a great point yesterday on the five. Okay. Daniel Penny, <laughs> who was trying to protect people uh, on that subway train in New York, uh, you know, uh, went up for murder. Uh, was it murder or manslaughter? Manslaughter. Manslaughter, now. manslaughter yeah. Yep. But he, you know, he went to jail. <laughs> He's going to jail. He's going to be on trial. Uh, you know, you, you look at this is it's a ridiculous argument. Yes, it is. I, I've heard the pot psychosis thing before, and, and the, the argument is that the stuff is so much stronger now that, uh, you know, people smoke too much and they, they go psychotic, and I just don't buy it. I, I, I agree that the stuff today is a lot stronger than it was in the 60s and 70s and even in the 80s when I was first introduced to marijuana. But I, 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 there's nothing psychoactively about it that makes me think that you absolutely lose your ass and don't know what the hell you're doing. I think she had some kind of issue prior. Sure. Uh, you know, I don't know if she was on any meds, uh, whatever she was on, you know, but a uh, hundred times... 
because she had a couple of hits off a bong? I, I don't buy that. Plus, is this uh, an indictment also of the California ju- you know, justice system that she stabs a guy over 100 times, she's not going to spend any, any time in jail, mm-hmm. probation? I what mean, you, what do you think? Well, what I think is, first of all, yes, the dope is more powerful today, but it doesn't matter. That, that, that's, that's inconsequential. Well, yeah, it really she is. She killed a man, yeah. right? Stabbed a man 108 times. So whether she was high or whether she was low or no matter what she was doing, the end result's the same. She should be executed for her crime. Um, and in California, however... You know, had she done this in Texas, we'd be having a different discussion. Well, we? we would. You know, she did it in California with a DA who was bought and paid for by George Soros, is there to go easy, go soft on crime, and put people like her back out on the streets. That's that's what we're dealing with here. Well, and there's is, no excuse. There's no there's no, no defense I mean, of that. Nah. And you're right. It, had she drank half a bottle of tequila and Doesn't done matter. the same thing or gotten into her car and greased somebody Doesn't with her matter. car, it would have been the. It, she would in Texas. Yeah, she'd be she'd be going to jail. But California, and this is why people are leaving. Well, that's right. Uh, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Right. And, and her her prize right now should be execution. Of course, in California, they're not going to do well, that. I, they're soft on them, and it was a dope crime, so we go soft on her because of the dope crime and all that stuff. But, you know, she still killed a man. Yeah, I mean, unless they can that's prove, because they were kind of doing the insanity defense and that the judge believed that she didn't know what she was doing at the time or what have you. But again, if I got blotto drunk on uh, you know on a few bottles of wine or tequila or whatever, and did the same thing, yeah. nobody we would not, we would not be having this conversation. It, it, it is not a defense. And it you know is what? Not if, a defense. If you kill a bottle of tequila, you're you could be a little psychotic. Didn't, man. She, didn't she split after she she stabbed him? Yeah. So that, well, right. she went out in the front yard or whatever right. they were at and tried to stab herself. Right. Which so, to me almost sounds like she's going for a, a crazy defense. Could she be. knows she did something, so I'm going to stab myself and, you know, whatever. My point is, is that if when you do something like that, yeah. you're negating the psychosis defense. You're negating it because you knew what you were doing, and you knew what you just did to him was wrong. Right. So Unless, the, yeah. the minute you leave or the right. minute you try to cover up the crime or the minute you tried to hide the body yes. or whatever, you know that you had committed a crime. So that gets rid of, you know. And that's the only metric that's is it. your self-knowledge of what you were doing. That's exactly right. And she had plenty of self-knowledge. Yeah. And they're just going soft on crime. That's it. And, uh, yeah, and the pot psycho thing, I just know. Man, most people I know who smoke pot all day will sit and watch the cartoon channel for, yeah. you know. Back to Dana's <laughs> point. You everything is upside down right now. Yeah, it, so, it really so good is. guys go to jail and the bad guys go free. Yep. Quick break, more wearing rhyme coming up, KTSA. We all make resolutions this time of year. Seven thirty seven with Warren Rima here at KTSA. I want to get back to the border thing and our Sure. Um, this is uh, you know, without a <laughs> question, uh, the the biggest crisis that we have faced in my lifetime. Your lifetime. Oh, yeah. Know? Not the lifetime of the country, because we've had world wars. We had civil right. war that was going to tear this country apart and all that. But we stand at the door and about to knock that door down. And I, and I believe that, this, that Joe Biden is purposefully trying to bring about a conflict with MAGA country. I think that's, that's what you're seeing. Well, here. he's going to get it. Well, he's, he's, I, I think he's, he's intentionally trying to do that so that this, this year... They can brand all the Trump supporters as bad right-wingers. See, we told you, look at J6, look what happened up there, although that right. was an inside job in my view. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think the evidence supports that. And I, I think uh, them, whatever they have planned for here is going to be an inside job as well. 
and they're uh, really trying to to push this deal into uh, a conflict of some kind way beyond just a political conflict. Joe, as I said yesterday, he's in a box now because, you know, if he comes down and tears the concertina wire down, then he's opening up the border, and that's the number one issue that people want mm. dealt with. So he can't yeah. open the border, right? But if he doesn't do anything, his leftists, his base, his base, are going to really give him hell. So that's what we're dealing with. That's what he's dealing with. He's in a box right now. But the way that they get out of that box is to have a conflict where they can say, see, we told you these guys are nothing but a bunch of you know, well, right-wing extremists. Sure, but then they could also sh- start shutting stuff down. Well, of course. You know, I, I imagine the first thing he'll do is try to commandeer the Texas National Guard. Uh, I don't know. I guess he can do that. I don't know. But, uh, yes, it can be done. He can't because Eisenhower, I think, did the same thing. She did. Uh, so, I, I, I don't know, man. This thing could escalate very, very quickly. And, again, when we say Joe Biden's in a box, we mean them, whatever, well, yeah. whoever the collective they are. Yeah. I, I'm kind of going back to his name oh, yeah. to hang his oh, name sure. on Oh, sure. That's the easiest way for us to talk about it. Yeah. You know, we all know that he ain't the guy running right. the show. Right. He's the warm mannequin they shove out, uh, you know, for the TV cameras, and they right. may stop doing that soon. But I... I they, I don't know, man. You're right. They are in a corner. Sure, they are. They have to do something. Uh, and I don't get the sense that uh, Abbott and Paxson are backing down in any way, shape, or form. Well, no, and when you've got 25 no. states that are right. lining up right next to you right. and saying, no, no further, basically, well, you know, I, it, it, it could escalate very, very quickly in a very weird, crazy way. Well, and that's, you know, that is the danger of where we sit right now. And, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. because uh, this government would love nothing more than to have martial law. Uh, yes, they would. Uh, you know, cancel elections. That would deal with a whole lot of issues that they are trying to deal with right now about who their candidate is going to be and how bad can they cheat and all uh, that. It solves everything. Yeah, it For does, them, it does. To a large degree. Uh, taking over Texas solves a lot of issues for the left, you know. I don't think that'll go as easy as they think it might go for well, them. But... it won't. I can guarantee you <laughs> it, it, will Texas, not, man. it will not go easy for them at all. Right. But that's, I, I believe that they're, you know, at the tip of the spear right now trying to poke and see who is going to respond to this. Uh, the move has been afoot to flip Texas for a very long time. Oh, sure. The Castro brothers, obviously, are a part of that. And, you know, they, they played a brief clip of them on uh, on Jesse's show last night. Yeah. Saying, you know, one day you're going to wake up and Texas is going to be blue and all that. Right. And there has been a concerted effort over the past decade to employ, bring bring people from California, give them jobs here, right, right, and you know put them to work here, and they bring their politics with them to turn Texas blue. You collapse the border, and now you've got a whole bunch of people here who are ready to vote blue. Kamala said yesterday their plan is to give them citizenship. Sure, that's the idea. Well, yeah, uh, and the idea here there's two two things strategically the Democrats want out of the two main points. They right. want a lot of stuff. Right. But the two main points they want out of this strategically, number one, with all these people, and the U.N. says they have 284 million more to bring to America. Rock on. We're only 330 million now. <laughs> so you're going to double it with people who are not citizens of right. this country. But what that does is if you bring in 200 million more Democrat voters... Now your House of Representatives goes from 435 right. to 500 or more 
because they get more sure. in their district for how many people are there. The, the politics, the uh, the uh, well, yeah, po- yeah, uh, population. You got to have uh, uh, relative representation as far as the population. Correct. Comics. So you got to stuff these districts with the pop with the population you want. That's right. <laughs> and so you're increasing the number of members in the House. Right. The Senate doesn't change, but what it does do is puts it threat what Republicans in the Senate are there now, replacing them with Democrats, having 65 or 70 Democrats in the Senate. Sure, and, the and, and that explains a lot of stuff. I mean, they what really happened is they couldn't get enough Californians in here, and that's why they opened up the border. Plus, they wanted to erase uh, Trump's legacy of anything positive he did in those four years. But politically, ob- the, the political inspiration is obviously why this is going on. Sure. They're trying to flood Texas with people. They're going to they're vote Democrat. Trying to flood these other places across the country with folks that are going to vote Democrat. It's as I say all the time, it's really that cheap, and all this horrible crap that has happened as a result is for that reason and that reason alone. Plus, whatever money is flowing behind the scenes. But I, I yeah, I, as I've told you, I saw the very same thing happen in Colorado uh, in about ten years. I just think Texas is such a completely different place uh than any other state in 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 this country that i i just really don't think they appreciate the the size of the bear they're poking (laughs) are are you talking about in terms of a fight are you talking about in terms of of flipping tech because i i I, I believe it's very all of it i believe it's very possible to turn texas blue i really believe we we had democratic governors in the past democratic legislatures in the past so that could happen. Um, well, a lot of money from outside the state flows into our local elections and state-level well, elections I, to to make this stuff. Nuremberg got money from all kinds of sources outside the state. Look at your Democrat DA. Yeah. That oh, uh, was George Soros' money that yes. got him elected, and that's happened all over the state of Texas. So there, this concentrated effort of bringing people in from California and giving them jobs in Texas has been working for the Democrats. It has indeed been working for them. I think when you look at what they're trying to do nationally across the board, they're trying to pack the the House of Representatives. Yeah. They're trying to flip a lot of Senate seats. And they're trying to ensconce a Democrat in the White House forevermore. Well, That's sure. what this is about. Well, That's they don't want doing. any. You know, it'd be really good for them to get rid of these pesky elections and and that whole idea, well, or or at least render them meaningless. <laughs> render them right. meaningless, which are damn close to doing already. Of course, yeah. And so, you know, if if you got a Democrat running against a Democrat and a hard left running against a hard left, well, they you know they're not going to lose, right? They're going to get mm-hmm. what they want out of this deal. So that's basically where where we are, and that's why when you look at the crime. And you look at the rapes, and you look at the murder, and you look at the fentanyl, and you look at the, the loss of control of the border to right. the cartels. You look at everything else that this has done, you know, the rape of little girls and all that kind of stuff that is brought into our country by collapsing the border. That's why none of that matters to the Democrats. They don't care no, don't. who dies, well, obviously. who gets raped, who takes fentanyl and passes out. They don't care about all that. Their goal is power. They have a bloodthirst well, yeah. for power, and whoever has to die or get raped in the process, they don't care. Well, you know, the ends justify the means, Correct. and this is their window of opportunity, because if Trump does get back in, I don't care who his VP is, you know, th- th- it's going to be a lot more difficult for them to proceed with this evil plan to fundamentally change America. And they know it, and that's why they're capable of any freaking thing. That's why they don't 
care about whose lives are destroyed or huh? lost or whatever because of this stuff. It just doesn't matter. Well, what has Trump been saying? What they're doing to me, they're going to do to you. Well, certainly they will. exactly right. Yeah. What they're doing to him is an example of how they will treat the rest. Anybody who gets in their way. Well, uh, absolutely Anybody they will. And if they can way. do this to an ex-president, they sure as hell can do it to you. More Warren Rima coming up. KTSA. Right now at Buyer Air Conditioning and Heating, get a full heating... 750, it's Friday. Well, you called it with this uh, deep fake stuff. Uh, we have a Taylor Swift story now. Uh, people are outraged because folks have been doing AI-generated porno images of her. Uh, you know, this is going to get worse. And we were I was just talking to you about the, these chatbots, these AI girlfriends you can get, where you can design them however you want them to look. So, you know, as far as celebrities, it's open season, man. And she's the first, and and I, you know, and I, I didn't look at the pic. I, there was a one of the pictures was in one of the stories I read. It's pretty bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you sit around doing, <laughs> if your thing is to sit around and like put celebrity faces on naked bodies and, and make all kinds of disgusting videos and, and pictures, you're a perv. Okay, there's something wrong with you, and you're gonna live in your mom's TV room for the rest of your life. It's just sick. Man. She's not the first. There's a lot of. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been telling you for years. This has been sure. going on, but now it's and, seamless. They can do it so effortlessly oh, yeah. now. You know, yeah, they, they, and they've had that ability for for quite some time now. Where they, I've told you about Jennifer Aniston sure. and all these, you know, <clears throat> Aubrey Plaza, <clears throat> all these uh, A-list celebrities, right, have had their face put on a porn star's body or a porn body that's and and and, and up till now. It's been actual bodies that they have been able to put their faces on. Well, they take existing video and they were super. Now it's the AI just creates it from nothing. The whole thing. I could make one right now in about 10 seconds probably. So that is an issue. And what, what do you do about it? And the other thing I've been warning about is this is going to play into our politics. Oh, hell yeah. They're going to have, they're going, again, think about who we're dealing with here, right? The again goes back to our, our last segment. The Democrats will stop at nothing to hang on to power and to accumulate more well, power. Sure, correct. Yeah. Um. So they will create. I can see them creating circumstances where Donald Trump is with a nine-year-old girl. Well, the thing is, with with this technology, it's advancing very, very quickly. Now, right now, at least for me, I can look at an AI picture and say, "Yeah, it's an AI picture." But in a very short amount of time, you won't be able to see the difference. Correct. Right now, it's kind of obvious, but it's getting more subtle and more subtle and more subtle. And because the the thing about the AI is it's self-evolving. It, it makes itself better. And there's going to come a time very, very shortly where, no, you're not going to be able to tell at all. I mean, the old things of, like, putting Aniston's face on a body, it was really cheap-looking and stupid-looking, but they could do it. It was largely the purview of, you know... <laughs> Again, pervs who who just want to think they're looking at Jen Aniston naked. Now, though, it could be used as a weapon once it gets to the point, which it will very soon, where it's seamless and you cannot tell. Just this week, we had the New Hampshire primary, and people in New Hampshire received a phone call from Joe Biden, but yes, it wasn't Joe Biden. Yes, they did. And we've had several parents across this country have been terrorized by phone calls from their children saying, I've been captured or I've been kidnapped or whatever. Well, I, need yeah. you, I need you to send money to this place. And it's not their children. It's, well, yeah. it's, it's an AI-generated voice, uh, and, and that's a very real issue that we're dealing with now. Now you add the video component to sure. that, 
and you can put any politician that you want to in a compromising position that will or, or anybody at all anybody you want anybody you want in that coworker position. you don't like that's or exactly right. or the next wife or something yeah right exactly right and again it's it's going to become seamless very very quickly even the audio sometimes sounds a little clunky but that's going to get that's going to going to smooth out all that stuff and I, I saw an ad here on because uh, I'm in this algorithm now, so I see all these freaking ads. And it was uh, an ad for uh, videos you could make of you singing. And all they need is, I think, 10 seconds of you talking into this program, and they can generate your singing voice in to any song you can think of. Well, let me tell you what's happening because I had a friend of mine in the banking business contact me. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if I brought this up when you and I were together or if I brought it up on the 5 to 7. But he said in the banking world, what they're having to deal with is voicemails. Yes. Because when you said 10 seconds, a voicemail, when you leave a, a message that says, Hi, this is Sean. I'm not home. Please leave your name and number, and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Beep. That's all they need. Right, that's right. It, that's it. And they can take, they can capture that and turn that into any message sure. they want. To say, hey, I need to transfer some money uh, from my uh, main account into a new account. That's the uh, issue. And, and the AI can interact with the person on the phone. Correct. Or, in the case that we're talking about, hi, this is Sean, uh, I'm, you know, whatever, and, I, you know, give me a million dollars or I'm going to kill so-and-so. Yeah, or your that, kid calls easy. you up and you think, you think that they're being held or whatever, right. and, and, and you really, a lot of, some of these parents have been duped because they can't tell. The, the, the AI voice says stuff that is, and says things in a way that is peculiar right. to, to your loved one. Right, and, and you're, you're saying that you can tell the difference. You got Right now. You have a trained ear and eye for right, that. Right, right. Most people don't. Most yeah. people are living their lives at a million miles an hour. Right. And they're not going to see the nuance that you're going to see because you have a trained well, ear for that. In a very short period of time, there will there won't Correct. be a nuance. But I'm, I'm yeah. talking about even right now. Right, right. That they don't get the nuance that you do yeah. because they're they're just living their lives. They're you know they're doing something else with their life and they're not trained for this like you are or right. like I am. So right now, this stuff is going to be exploitative. Oh, sure. And this election cycle, this stuff is going to be exploitative and it's going to be exploited to use against. The people who are running right well, now this year. And also, if you want to continue to keep a, an international pedophile ring under wraps, you make everybody else a pedophile. <laughs> Start producing evidence of people who aren't that, uh, you know, left and right. Then people are focusing on that. They're not focusing on you. Because they still have a big old pedophile ring to keep under wraps. You know, Epstein may be dead, but don't tell me it's not still going on. Well, so I'm glad you mentioned that because, oh, yeah, uh, Cheryl Atkinson, when she worked for uh, CBS, I believe. She was exposing a lot of stuff. Right. You know? She's now on her independent journal, has a show on Sunday mornings, right? Very well-known, very well-liked. Um, she was exposing a lot of people that they didn't want exposed. She was contacted by people in the swamp, and she was told, we're going to turn your husband into the biggest right. child porn producer on planet Earth if you don't knock it off. And now they have the means to do it. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Happy instead Friday. Of, instead of planning it on your computer like they used to, they used right. to plan it on your computer. Now they can actually make it. Yeah, yeah. It's video. They can make it look like That's security right. camera footage, so it looks like uh, uh, evidence, you. if you will. That's you know, right. and it looks like you. So think about that for a buckle minute. your seatbelts. Think about that for a minute because we just solved this local murder on the weed buy that went bad. Oh yeah, yeah. The pregnant girl and her boyfriend, she was going to be induced the next day, right? Mm, yeah. Just solved that based on security footage. Yep. Well, they took you and put you in that truck. <laughs> they could do it very easily. 
But you, any of us, you know. So, and I, I think you're going to see more of that, unfortunately. Sure. And uh, you know, the you look at the people who uh, are are a part of this thing: Democrats, socialists, you know, fascists, whatever you want to, whatever label you want to attach to them. These are extraordinarily evil and mean people. They don't care. They don't want merely to get you out of the way. They want to absolutely freaking destroy you. And they don't care. And the tools of AI will make that happen, and it's going to happen more and more and more. Back in a minute, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by... Uh, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. So a story from... Don's newscast this morning. The city is so proud of itself. What happened? What a banner, incredible year at the San Antonio International Airport with more than 10.6 million travelers coming through the San Antonio International Airport. How many of them were migrants? <laughs> Out of the 10.6 million, I'm going to say 10.2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a ton. Uh, and and they're all happy about it. In fact, December was the biggest month ever we've ever had. We had like a, a million come through in December. Well, look at the numbers down at the border of 320,000 in December, and that'll tell you. It'll kind of lines up there, doesn't That's it? exactly right. So the U.N., we, uh, as taxpayers here in, in America, Joe Biden has spent $20 billion of our money in the past two years on illegal immigration. Yes. $20 billion. Yes. The U.N. says, ain't enough. Um, <laughs> the U.N. always says it's not enough, well, man. <laughs> in fact, we're the, number one, we're the number one contributor to the U.N. Yes, we are. And we should stop, and we should kick them out of New York. We give them $20 billion a year. The I U.N., agree. $20 yeah, billion, yeah. that they give to countries that hate us. So yes. what people need to understand, if people are just now listening to us and haven't heard the, the background in all this, there is an incredible infrastructure and network that has been set up using our taxpayer money to get these people here. These NGOs, non-governmental organizations, they go out in Central and South America and they recruit. Primarily, they try to get pregnant women when they can. But the nations of the world who hate us and want to fight us are sending in the young fighting men. And then they have infrastructure all along the way. They pay the cartels and they bring them here. Then they get to San Antonio and part of that infrastructure is the Ron Nirenberg Eric Walsh flight service that they give to the illegal aliens. What did you call it? Illegal air? Is yeah, that you? Yeah. <laughs> so the UN says, well, the $20 is not enough. We need another about $8 billion or more right now to continue to resettle these folks. Because, Sean, it's all about climate change. You know, the reason they're coming here is climate change. Why does nobody ask, hey, where's, how is that happening? They, they they claim that crap all the time. Well, climate change has already displaced a whole lot of people, and mostly people of color in poor countries. All right, how? How has that happened? What meteorological event has happened to shove millions of people across the border into America? It's not they happening. can never say. You know why? It ain't there. It's not, it's not there. No. It's sick. What happened was, back during the debates when he was running for president, Joe Biden said explicitly, come, in those words. Yeah, come, I, I give you free crap. I want you to come, he said. Sure. And he was waving with his hands toward America, I want you to come, and we will not impede you. We will help you. We will not stop you from coming here. So some poor dude somewhere heard that, or in another country. Now, this is the real issue here that we're dealing with, is that these countries see how weak and they hear Joe Biden. And so these countries are lashing out at us, and they are planting obvious operatives here in the country. 
terrorists, their own guys who are military men coming from Venezuela and other places that they are planting here in our country to attack us from within. Sure. I mean, why wouldn't they? Exactly. So when you look at the U.N.'s own numbers, they said we've got another 281 million to bring. (laughs) Well, you've just replaced the entire population of the United States of America. We're 330-some-odd, right? And so if you add 281 million to the 330 that we are, obviously it doesn't take a a Milton Friedman or um, any of the great economists of our time, a Stephen Moore, to figure out that the country does not survive that. There's no way that economically we survive 281 million coming in here. But the reason, again, that the Democrats are working so hard to make that happen is that that gives them more power in D.C. and a forever presidency. Well, that's, that's the dealio. That's, what they, that's the outcome they want, man. Okay. I mean, an open border is basically an open wound. And what happens when you have an open wound, okay? Poison gets in, bacteria gets in, disease gets in. That's what our border is right now. And sure, if, if you want to get a bunch of terrorist guys inside, in, into the interior of America, you send them. They just walk right in. Right. We also know like places like Venezuela, they've opened up their prisons. They've sent some of their worst criminals. Just let them out. Hey, you can leave, but you've got to go to America. Yeah. We know that's happened. Right. We know there are people coming across the border every day that are on every terror watch list in the universe. But again, you've got to break some eggs. It doesn't matter to these people. That's why, you know, again, we mentioned the Castro boys yesterday. They're running their mouths about all this stuff. It's, even, it, it's especially disgusting when other Hispanics... Uh, are supportive of this because those people are being mowed over bad people are coming into this country it's an open wound and and unless we have a major shift in in leadership uh next uh, this year it, it's it's not going to stop I yeah. mean, they, here's the thing i think they again they overestimated in that yeah they want people coming in here to uh to crash the system to vote democrat to consolidate power and all that stuff but what are you going to do if Joe Biden or they stay in power? They're not. Are they going to close the border? It probably will make a big show of. Oh no, we got a problem. We're going to close the pro- close the border. But are they going to be able to? When you're talking about that many people, and what, will it be too late? When you talk about that many people coming in, they're not going to be able to turn off that faucet. You know. So you're right. I don't know how we stand up underneath it. We we definitely need Trump or a change of leadership. Trump, my, my guy, Trump, to get in there and start turning this around. But a lot of the damage is already done. And this guy's talking about, what was the number you said? 200 million? 281 million. Good, cri- uh, good crap. <laughs> That's insane. Right. If they get in here, this country is over. It's right. done. Yep. Happy so, Friday. Yeah. So what's going on? So you got something else you want to toss in? Uh, what was I going to throw at you here? Oh, John. Let's, uh, let's uh, have a laugh over John Cusack who was cool for about three movies in the, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, okay? He did about five good movies, let's say. But he's one of these liberal idiots who's been in the celebrity. He's been, he's been living in Malibu land since he was a teenager. You can't really get more disconnected from, from real freaking life than a guy like freaking John Cusack. I've read some bios on him. He likes to sit around and smoke dope and play video games. He, he's like a damn near 60-year-old man. He sits around with his buds in Malibu at his place and plays video games. Great. And then shoots his mouth off about politics, of which he knows nothing. Did you know that if you uh, don't support an absolute ceasefire in Palestine that you have no soul? Really? Trey, you have no soul, well, that's, according okay. to the guy from Better Off Dead. All right, you have no soul. 
my, my God. And I think he's talking about um, uh, he's talking about a, a, a ceasefire, and I think he's bringing up uh, 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 there were some folks who who got killed or whatever. My God, my God! If you don't call for a ceasefire, you have no soul. We can't stop until this stops. It's the most shameful thing I can imagine. Staying silent in the face of this, uh, for the sake of all humanity, I, I people. If you look at the award shows and how the numbers have dropped, I mean, they were on the down slide before Biden, but nobody's watching these things anymore. I think a lot of people have just had it with with celebrities shooting their mouths off about anything. Susan Sarandon out there. Uh, uh, talking about genocide uh, and all that crap with their bullhorn. Uh, In a moment where most Americans, and these are the people who largely can't shut up about the voiceless and the people, uh, low-income folks, the huddled masses, okay? But they couldn't care less. He's saying that uh, the, the, the genocide committed by the Israelis is the real depravity. What they have done, he says this in one of the posts, what they have done since October 7th is so depraved, you have no soul if you, if you support them. He takes into account not at all the depravity and the atrocities that we know and we're still learning about and that are still going on in the tunnels of Palestine today. That's not depraved, but what the Israelis are doing is. I mean, it, it's... Again, the theme of the show is everything is so upside down right now, it's really mind-boggling. Now, I don't give a crap about John Cusack, and I have it for about 40 years. But you know what? The way this guy thinks and the way he talks, that's really how they all think. And it's not just the celebrity class. It's any given moronic Democrat zealot. They all swallow this stuff whole, and they have no information about what's actually going on. We were talking about this yesterday. They need to release that unedited footage. They need to make that available for everybody. I don't want to see it. I know it'll freaking haunt me. But you know what? I do want to see it. And I want people to see it because it's the truth of it. Go watch that, John Cusack, and then tell me who's freaking depraved. You know, or soulless. Uh, or soulless. Yeah. What a joke, man. 814, more wear and rhyme coming up. You know, Lifestyles Unlimited for you is a great way for you to look at retirement. If you're thinking about retirement and your retirement years and retirement income, well, you know, you never know what's going to happen with the stock market. It's up one day and down the next day, and it's all built on smoke and mirrors anyway, but real estate is not. Real estate is built on real property, and that's what Lifestyles Unlimited teaches you, how to invest in real property, whether that's single-family, multifamily properties, or whatever. They show you how to get involved in what's called the wealth cycle, how you invest in these properties, and then you turn these properties, and you put the profits from the turn back into more properties, and that's that wealth cycle, and then you become rich uh, sooner than you probably believe it could happen. In fact, Lifestyles Unlimited has created millionaires in this country, and they can make one out of you possibly if you're ready to go to work if you'll do the work and follow their systems they'll show you how you can retire in five years or less with lifestyles unlimited just go to the website give me totalfreedom.com and use my name as your promo code to get all the discounts that's give me totalfreedom.com the promo code is where w-a-r-e 
Well, we still have a little bit of that fog hanging out this morning, although it's dissipating a little bit. Um, sun later on today, 65 for the high. It's going to be sunny over the weekend, too, with highs around 62. Right now, it's 53 at KTSA. Good morning. For the most part, we are in good shape. Most all are... Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, so just a quick note here again that, uh, as has been the case for the past several weekends, 1604 and I-10 is going to be shut down the entire interchange this weekend. Excellent. So Man, that's great. Coming in that's from Bernie wonderful. or, or wherever, right. uh, it's going to be an issue for you to try to get into San Antonio. 1604 and I-10, just a heads up for you if right. you're trying to get into town this weekend. Right. Oh, me again? Yeah. Uh, this story about the dress that uh, this E. Jean Carroll wore. It's interesting, When she it? was apparently assaulted by Donald Trump, uh, I guess back in the 90s or whenever the hell it was. Uh, they even, uh, there's a big old picture of her, uh, I forget which magazine, uh, New York Magazine, remember it featured her on the cover wearing the dress that Donald Trump allegedly assaulted her in. Well, uh, some folks did some, you know, a little bit of Google searching. It's a Donna Karen uh, uh, dress that oddly ha- had not been designed yet uh, in the year that this woman claims Donald Trump. Hey, maybe that other guy that worked for the nuke lab stole it. You know, remember yeah. the tranny guy? Sure. Uh, or whatever the guy. In Texas, so, I can't remember the guy. the airport. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's how pathetic this is. I mean, didn't, you, didn't we all kind of think that maybe she's full of crap when she did the photo shoot for New York Magazine? Yeah. Depending on what she was saying. Well, and she also didn't know where, when, how no. this happened. That she couldn't rec- none of the details. She couldn't recall when. Right. Which is, you know, it's pretty significant. It's like Christine Blasey Ford, remember? Oh God. Yes, yes. Could, couldn't remember anything about Nothing, it. Nothing. But, but I just know that Brett Kavanaugh jumped on me and raped me, but I don't remember well, anything about it. And and, and they on. made her Times person of the year, didn't they? Or or like a a, a hero of some kind. Right. No, no, no. This this chick is so full of crap. Uh, and, and this alone should just, you know, sure. I mean, I know they got him in the civil case, and this is about defamation and all that. But still, come but he, on, but man. But even that, when you think about that, all he did was defend himself. That's it. And they're they're getting him for defending himself. He said, I did not do it. I don't even know who this woman is. And that's, she sued yeah, for that. Th- that's defamation now, saying he didn't do something. You know, because was he found liable uh-huh. in the civil case, right? right? No evidence. No. There's no evidence that anything took place. There's there's no witnesses. There's no witness testimony. There's no security camera footage from inside this shopping center or whatever it was. Mm-mm. The dress she claims she was wearing, we now know, didn't freaking exist in the year that she says this happened. That's right. Uh, there's no evidence. I, I, I know the civil courts have a lower threshold. Mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, there's no threshold. There's nothing there to say that he was liable for anything or that anything even happened at all. Well, in all these cases where he's being tried, no matter what it is, no matter where it is, it's all a sham. Every last oh, bit yeah. of it. With the court case, let's just take Mar-a-Lago for a minute. He had every right in the world to have those documents there. He was working with the National Records yeah. to get back whatever documents they wanted. At the same moment, you had everybody else that had all these documents. Joe Biden had them illegally because <laughs> he was not the president. Yeah. So he couldn't have had them, but he did have those documents. Right. He had them at the Penn Center for the Chinese to pay him a million dollars a year to come look at those documents. <laughs> he had them next to his Corvette in his garage, top secret stuff. That was not from his presidency. It was from his vice presidency. That's illegal as hell. Yes, it is. He's the one who should have been charged. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about Donald John Trump. we got to get him at all costs. When you're talking about what's going on with Fannie Willis down in, uh, oh, in Fulton God. County, Georgia, 
He merely said these votes should count. Yes. And you're not counting these votes. So now Fannie Willis, who we now know and knew all along, actually was a far leftist paying her boyfriend to take her on cruises. Right, right. So she could live the celebrity lifestyle. Colluded with the January 6th committee. And after they gave her the information from the January 6th riot, they gave that to her. Then they destroyed all the records. (laughs) So Donald Trump's people can't get the records and can't get the testimony. So she's able to use that against him, but he can't defend himself against it. No, he can't. And, and, And when you look at all of these cases, and I'm sure you've picked up on this, all of the players on the other side, prosecution, attorneys for the claim, uh, you know, whatever, uh, they, they all have these weird behind-the-scenes connections with each other, or they have a track record of saying, I'm going to take down Donald Trump. Was it the judge in, in the uh, uh, E. Jean Carroll case, the one who, uh, one of the lawyers has a sister or somebody that this judge was in the wedding? I mean, they all, you know what I mean? Behind the scenes, yeah. there's all these personal and political connections between all of these people who are trying to take him down. Yeah, that was... if, if these were any other people in any other courtroom, all that stuff alone, Letitia James, all the crap she said about Donald Trump leading up to that, would have gotten nothing thrown out. Yeah. That was that case um, where uh, she has gone to <laughs> the court and this judge is going to make the decision and he's going to render that decision on the 31st of January. But that's the one that he was saying, look, <laughs> his his court clerk that's what it was court clerk right has been dating chuck schumer's yes whatever yes yes so there's always a connection they're all tied together it's very incestuous and it's all about getting donald trump they get together and they have their little parties where they drink their martinis how can we get him next Letitia james announced yesterday that 250 million is not enough we actually want 350 million and a lifetime real estate ban for donald trump or any of his family members and this case is a complete farce. Yes, it it's is. It's based on a farce. That's it. But that's exactly what that, that they will stop at nothing. And again, go back to what we said and what we've been saying. Um, you do it to him, they're going to do it to you. Well, he's always said, it ain't about me. I'm just in the way. It's about you. And uh, like we said last hour, that's the long and the short of it. Uh, if they can bring all of this all these forces, if you will, the full weight of the federal government and all these other forces in these in these states, you can bring all that down on the FBI, uh, all the Mar-a-Lago raid, all that crap. If you can bring the full weight of the of the United States of America uh, of the government on a private citizen who's an ex-president, uh, there's other people, right? The pillow guy, uh, Mike Lindell, went after him. Uh, they've he's gone done, after. They've the gone after. What's that? He's done. Oh, he's done. Yeah, you don't hear much from that guy anymore, well, do you? Uh, he got way behind with like Fox News. You don't see his commercials. No, on Fox you don't. Anymore. He got way behind with Fox, yeah. and because of all this, and he hadn't been able to pay his bills, so they took him off the air. God, they effectively silenced him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, if they'll do it to Trump, if they'll do it to Lindell, if they'll do it to somebody who was a, a right to life uh, activist or what have you, well, yeah, they'll sure as hell do it to you over a Facebook post. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And as we say all the time, the letter at the end of your name ain't going to matter. Oh, no. It ain't going to matter if you're a Democrat. Look at how they're turning on John Fetterman. Sure. <laughs> sure. They propped that guy up with a stick when he was uh, still dealing with his with the after effects of his stroke. 
he starts getting critical on stuff, and, man, they're dropping that guy like a hot rod. Well, yes, and they, they will continue to. Yes, they will. So this is this is the world that we're living in now, and there's very few defenders of this. Uh, Greg Abbott is one of them with 25 governors backing him, and that is significant for the overall picture. That's half of the governors, half of the states in this country mm-hmm. are standing against this administration and what this administration has been trying to pull. Yep. And, it, you know, whether or not we're, we're – and I pray we never end up in like a, a shooting civil war. That would be the wor- oh my god, that would be horrible for this country. But we're already in a civil war of sorts over who is going to control your life and mine. Is it going to be D.C. or is it going to be Texas? That civil war is still being fought. The same civil war from the 1860s. We're not we're not lining up across from each other with muskets and shooting at each other, but politically and legally. What you're seeing play out right now is an overbearing uh, government, federal government, centralized government in D.C., trying to tell the rest of the country how we're going to live and what we're going to do. Well, and thank God for the genius of the Founding Fathers right. that Greg Abbott has the legality, has the, the legal backup to do what he's doing. This is how it's supposed to work. Government goes rogue. States start lining up. Uh, and uh, how is it going to play out? I don't know, man. But how goes... Uh, Eagle Pass, so goes the rest of the country. Well, and one more thing, I look at what's happening with our with our Congress, and I want our Republicans, because Democrats won't do it, but I want our Republicans to get serious and impeach Donald uh, not Donald Trump, John, Joe Biden right now. Well, Im- yeah. impeach him. He ha- he's he he has committed treason to the Constitution. He's a traitor to the country because of what happened at the border. Yes. He's endangered our lives, and he needs to be impeached. Well, yeah, and the keystone here is it is an invasion. Because most of, well, all of Abbott's authority and any other governor that wants to do the same thing is based on that idea that it's an invasion. I don't know how you can define this as anything other than an invasion. Have you seen the boats in California? Yes. I mean, come on. That's an invasion. It's an invasion. By land and sea. Right. Right. I agree. And by air, thanks to Ron Nirenberg. <laughs> Back in a minute, more Warren Rima, KTSA. This year, wouldn't you like to stop feeling... 835 with Warren yes. Ryman, KTSA. Yes. Fog is starting to move out of the area now. It's going to be a, a relatively beautiful weekend. Lots of uh, lots right. of sunshine anticipated to be around. So, yeah. Um, let's let's play a little bit of sound. This week, the UAW president, Sean Fein, he uh, endorsed, he said the UAW union endorses Joe Biden. <laughs> right. He's doing wonderful things for that for that industry man yeah <laughs> and uh but in the same breath when he said the union is endorsing joe biden in the same breath he said but our members are going to vote for donald trump <laughs> because things were better under donald trump here's one of those union members himself as you said what about president trump's manufacturing policies it, like, appeal to you as someone who works in an industry like that? well there's a lot of people that say he's a union buster but when he was in office we had more union work than ever before <laughs> that pretty much says it all right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to do a comparison. People may not have heard this earlier today when I was doing it, but this is Joe Biden in 2007, right? Right. And he's on a debate stage with these guys that are running to be President Chris Dodd, Bill Richardson, uh, Barack Hussein. They're all up there together. And um, Joe was asked about immigration. So what we did this morning is we played Joe from from 2007 and Joe today right. to, to, so that people can hear the difference in this guy. The reason the cities ignore the federal law 
is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Wow. Now, I don't play that stuff or talk about it to uh, further embarrass him. He doesn't find enough job on his own of doing oh, that. Oh, he's, he's doing a bang-up yeah, job of need my help embarrassing himself. And, and, and to poke fun at it, to laugh at it, because I don't. I don't think it's funny at all. Uh, I think it's a travesty, and, and not necessarily just a travesty for his family, because he deserves uh, the embarrassment, because this is what he wanted. This is what he's always wanted. His, parent, his, his, his family, his wife, they're all doing this to him, and he's doing, he did it to himself. So he, he made this bed. He can lie at it, as far as I'm concerned. But I want the American people, those who voted for him in 2020, those who are considering voting for him now, I want you to hear the guy that you're thinking about voting for and realize you're not voting for him. Well, there's something interesting about these video moments with him that, that I was thinking about the other day. Like uh, uh, when he was, uh, wherever he was the other day, when he's going on, hey, Trump, you know, he comes down on women. And, uh, you know, and it was just complete gibberish. All of us were playing that one bit of audio over and over again, just trying to figure out what he was saying. What was really odd about that, though, they cheered him. That And these people now, they're laughing. He gets responses. People sit in, in, these, in these events, and they hear the same gibberish you and I are hearing, and they applaud for it. They cheer him, even though they have no more of an idea as to what he just said than we do. That's the moron crowd. Those are the, that's the emperor wears no clothes bunch of uh, folks. So it doesn't matter what tumbles out of his mouth. They, they're going to cheer him and support him. And, and that, that the morons are the ones you got to get around because the morons are the ones they're going to use for the cheat. But that's the thing that I've been, I've been really kind of looking at. I kind of expect him to say nonsense at this point because he's obviously in some kind of decline. I'm watching now for how people respond to it. When he was uh, spouting off that gibberish last week, if, if people were being honest, it's like uh, you'd go silent. Like, what did he say? They cheered him. Yeah, and in a political event like that, a lot of those people that are there holding those placards and stuff, they're paid, and so they're going to cheer. Well, there are they're, people that I, yeah. we found that out. they got people with signs. Yeah. But they also willingly do it, even yeah. though they have no idea what the man just said. Yeah, that's correct. And a lot of them don't care because they're, they're getting paid. And so they're, they're, going, they're there to cheer. I think a lot of them don't care because they're stupid. Well, that too. There's, <laughs> there's a fair amount of those guys as well. So that's where we are, and uh, and it's no wonder that when we have this border situation the way it is, that we have a governor that's standing up and 25 other governors, 25. I mean, you that's know. That's not, you know, <laughs> just Christy and Ron. No, <laughs> no. And they're all saying Texas can have every bit of resources that they need. Christy Noem said, I'll put the razor wire in my own truck and drive it to Texas myself. I heard her say that and last she would. night. Yeah, she'll just drive it or she'll get, fill up a semi with it and just drive it and down. she would. She would. And absolutely she, she would. So Look, man, I, I, anybody who is looking at what's going on right now in Eagle Pass with the, with the government and, and Greg Abbott and Ken Paxton and all these other governors, if, if you're out there thinking, hey, this could get real bad real quick, I don't think you're a loon. You're, no, not, you're not. not a MAGA hat-wearing weirdo. I think very reasonable people are looking at this, and people with a smattering of an understanding of American history are looking at this going, oh, boy. Well, I, I'll tell you one step further. The federal government under Joe Biden wants that to happen. Yes, they well, Even if they have to bring it about like they did J6. But see, that's the, that's the conundrum for the rest of us. That's the fork in the roads, and that they kind of win either way. 
uh, depending on how it goes. Again, I, I, I submit that they don't really understand the size of the bear, the size and the ferocity of the bear that they're poking. They, they may find out. But in any event, uh, it's going to be a weird ride for the country over the next. And, and if it's a weird ride for America, because, look, we, we've already talked about how at Davos they had panels where they're discussing the impact on the world if Donald Trump gets back in. Mm-hmm. I argue, and I think you do, too, that pretty much everything that's going on right now that's bad is really about Donald Trump and what happens with this election. So, uh, you know, they, they kind of win either way. If, if they are able to just keep pumping illegals in here because uh, Abbott backs down, or if Abbott doesn't back down and things go, you know, <laughs> Gettysburg all of a sudden, uh, they also win because then they can shut it all down or, I guess, in their minds, roll out the F, uh, F-16s. So that's kind of what's troubling to me is that they, they really have both sides of the table right now in that regard. The only thing that's going to upset the whole game is if Trump gets back in. Yeah. So. And remember, Trump is just, he is representative of a movement, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Trump didn't create MAGA. MAGA created Trump in that MAGA, you know, was the Tea Party. And this oh, is yeah. an evolution of the Tea Party. And Donald Trump was smart enough to know to tap into that, and he did tap into that, and he's been elevated to the leader of that movement. My point is, when you say, you know, everything that's happening is about Donald Trump, that's true. But it's about more than that. It's about well, all of sure, us. They, but- they want to destroy this movement. They've always wanted to destroy well, this movement since the Tea Party days. Donald Trump is the face of freedom on the planet right now. Correct. And so that's why he is under attack, but it's really all of us. Well, certainly. They're really coming after, that's really an attack against all of Everybody who believes well, in freedom and, you know, the Republican it, form of government and so on. What's under attack is your ability to dictate the government to itself. It, it's your ability to have a voice in how your country is run. It's your ability to be a free, independent person. Well, and think about the Davos thing. That crowd oh, over there, okay, they're a bunch of globalists, right? Yeah, a bunch of scumbags, too. But they're globalists who want to sure. control the entire world. Well, if you're going to control the world, who do you have to control? Well, You've got to control the United States. You do. And if you're going to control the United States, you got to control Texas. Well, yes, you do. Uh, again, <laughs> you're not going to control though, this country unless you control Texas. I think what they're, they're really not appreciating, though, and I, I, it's mystifying to me why they're not, This country, as a free country, pumps a lot of money to a lot of people around the world. We're propping up nations. We provide aid. uh, uh, And and if we go socialist, if we go uh, into a state-run, you know, country, that money river ain't going to keep flowing. Well, that's a fact. Uh, They don't really care because... I guess not. Well, the elites are going to be taken care of. There was this thing that came out from Rasmussen yesterday that the elites in America think there's too much freedom in this country. (laughs) The elites think that you have too much freedom, that you have too much property, that your property should be restricted, that you shouldn't be able to buy cars, that your your travel, uh, your, your, your right to get up and get on an airplane and go somewhere should be severely curtailed. That you shouldn't well, have that right. Right, right. Absolutely, that's what they believe. But they're also pumping out uh, a couple of generations of young people right now who have been indoctrinated. You look at the the polling on young people, uh, and they love the idea of curtailing free speech. They think some people shouldn't be allowed to voice their that's opinions. Right. They're, they're all about it. That's right. They love the idea of the government uh, taking care of you if something goes wrong or you can't make it on your own. So... A lot of a uh, lot of elements uh, at play, uh, and the bad guys, uh, you know, they they kind of win if, uh, well, if they win or if everything goes uh, blanks up. Either way, 
they kind of get what they want. But once again, freedom is being fought for in Texas. Well, yes. <laughs> I, I, I told my wife again, yeah, I said, I'm glad we're in Texas. That's yeah. all I'm telling you. I am so glad we're here. Yeah. Traffic and weather together next. KTSA. I get to talk to you about Dr. Mark Williams. <laughs> it's wow. 8.50 now. It's Friday with Ware and Rima, KTSA. We were just talking about, you know, the story on Fox about this uh, young man who was stabbed to death by his girlfriend of, of a couple of weeks over a hundred times. And I was saying, well, I don't think Pot did that. I think, you know, that's a, that's a crime of rage. But then we said, what could the dude have done in two weeks to piss her off that much? And Elaine, what did, what did she say? I said, it's doable. Oh, it's doable. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Because it most certainly is. Oh, my God. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, just one more. Uh, just quick, uh, quick. Yeah, right. A quick thing here. Uh, the numbers came out on Kamala Harris. Uh, had that big interview on, was it CNN on Monday? Yeah. With a reporter like saying, I'm so happy to be in your presence, yeah. just being in your presence. Bathing in your light. They got about 200,000 eyes on that, which is nothing. <laughs> they didn't even break a million viewers uh, on that interview, which they had promoted the hell out of. It was a big event on CNN. Yeah. And, you know, basically nine guys showed up to watch it. Nobody wants to see her. Nobody cares. Yeah, she really is don't. such a jackass. Yep. Well, and you know, you start out by licking her boots by saying, you know, I, I'm just bathing in your light. It's so wonderful she to be in like, your presence. So, she was almost holding back tears yeah. at one point. Yeah. Talking to freaking Kamala Harris. Well, man. then you had Katie Couric, uh, interviewer. And that came out yesterday, and they, they had this whole discussion about how tall she is. K- Katie said, you're shorter than I thought you were. Oh, God. And that whole, yeah, it was just, it's it's stupidity. Just pull out your butt cheek there, Katie, and let her, uh, or pull out Kamala's butt cheek yeah. and just start kissing on it. But that's all they got. It's you know what I'm saying? They, got, they, yeah. they can't talk policy with her. But you know what? What's funny about CNN having such a low viewership for something like that? Okay, that ain't that ain't all conservatives. That ain't people who are oh, no. Republicans watching. no. You know CNN to see what the other guys are doing. That's their own audience. That's their he, own audience didn't tune in for that. And that is the point about Monday in New Hampshire. Trump beat Nikki Haley, although Democrats they turned out yeah. for Nikki Haley. Didn't matter. And he still beat her. Didn't you matter. Know, that's exactly right. So let me ask you a question. Um, there's a a new bill in uh, in the Assembly in California. Mm-hmm. Introduced by a guy we've talked about before, a congressman or assemblyman Scott Weiner out there. Scott Weiner. Uh-huh. And his plan with this is to put a governor on every vehicle. This is important to us, not just California, because if you look in the etching on the windshield or the window of your car, it says, approved for California, okay? Mm-hmm. That's how manufacturers have to make the cars. They have to make them to be approved in California because they can't make a California car, a Texas car, an Alabama car. They make one whole car, and it's approved for sale and driving in California. So if you can put these restrictions and prohibitions on cars in California, then it's every car across the country. Your car, so my car, they're all. So you'd have to have a Texas car? Well, what they're doing is they are, are, his bill would put a governor, a speed governor, controlled by the government <laughs> oh, no. on every single serious? car in California. So they could slow your ass down remotely if they want to? Well, that's right. And at first, the bill says the first degree is 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. So you're, nothing you could do at all would allow your car to go 10 miles per hour over the speed limit. That's almost nonsensical in California because you're on a 405 going three miles an hour, pretty much, <laughs> right, right, if, right. If, if that fast. But right. the point is they are trying to take control of something that's 
in your uh, in your control right. the speed of your vehicle. Even though uh, in a dicey situation, you may have to accelerate really, really quickly to avoid an accident. Wouldn't be able to. Um, you know, how many years ago would you say that if somebody brought something like this up, it would be laughed out of existence? I mean, no, nobody would take it seriously. A handful of years. And here we are, and it's something that's actually being considered. Stuff oh. like this actually gets considered. I think it's beyond being considered. I think that they're well, serious about it. Yeah. Sure. Right. But that's yeah. that in and of itself, it's like a lot of tranny crap. You know, how many years ago would a lot of this stuff have even been a discussion? Right. It wouldn't have been. Right. Uh, but everything's upside down now. I would never own a vehicle like that. Well, I would For any either. reason whatsoever, never. No. I mean, I, I, that's crazy to think that somebody else would have the technical ability to slow you down while you're in motion that's highly dangerous well and there's and you know this is not the first time it's come up and, right. and california's not the only state they want a broad range to be able to when they look at you wherever you're driving they want to be able to slow you down automatically wherever you are in the country well that's crazy well it's not american <laughs> it's not american and it's just physically according to the laws of physics it's nuts the thing that is uniquely american is our freedom and ability to travel. I've always said that. Yeah, we started off on horseback. You could go anywhere you wanted to. We, we found Texas. We found the American West on horseback with carriages. We uh, developed the, you know, came up with cars. Now we get in our cars just like we used to hop on our horses, and we go where we want to go. Or motorcycles. Or motorcycles. But that is uh, something that for the big staters, that's got to go bye-bye, too. They've yeah. got to be able to keep your ass where they want to keep your ass. Well, all this information this morning is, is geared at one thing. Big change in November. <laughs> big change in well, November. Well, it's going to be an interesting, interesting year. What's the old Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times. We, we do. This is big history stuff uh, that we're all witnessing on a daily basis. Well, witnessing and suffering. And uh, we were talking off the air, and I know we've had this conversation before. Uh, we do this for a living. I mean, how many elections have, you know, collectively we all been through in our radio careers, you know? <laughs> but where things are going now or where we are in this one moment, there's really not a lot of precedent for what's happening. Oh, no. And really that's been true since Donald Trump came on the scene. So the ability to really kind of predict What's going to happen is really not there. We don't know. I, ever, don't know. I have no idea how no. this crap's going to play out. Have you ever thought what it's going to be like after him? After Trump? I have no idea. No, I don't want to think he, about it. I when have he's no idea. gone, one way or the other, when he's gone, either retired or dead or whatever, when he's gone, who's going to replace him? Who's going to be the next Donald Trump who's going to have well, that kind of power to, to stop this stuff? Well, you've, I've never, I mean, I don't think any of us have ever seen a president like this. No. A guy who has stores, people open up stores to sell his merch. He fills stadiums like freaking Pearl Jam. You know, I, I, I've i never seen, and a lot of people look at that as a weakness. It's a cult of personality. But I, I, I submit, no, I think it's really, he reflects how a lot of sure. us are thinking. Right. That's his magic. That's his superpowers. He is talking for all of us and saying the things that we are thinking. And he has the personality to do it. Yes, he does. Who's after him? That's the that's uh, what I think about. Uh, well, We're all living in the moment. Well, sure. Because obviously we got wars and rumors of wars happening in the moment. But what happens after he's gone? I have no idea. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not thinking that far ahead, yeah. man. I'll be honest with you. A lot you. of people aren't, and that's fine. You know, that's the way it is. I don't do that in general. I, I, I sort of take the whole uh, idea of uh, just today is all I can deal well, with. That's more a good than, way of that's, uh, that's where I am right now. Well, have a great weekend. You're going to be, uh, yeah, and you're off next week. I will be uh, off I'll next be doing week. the early show. Chris will be doing uh, 9 to 11. Yeah. 
then I'll be taking off in February. So. Perfect. Well, have a great have a great week. You too. Rock on. I'll see you. I love you, San Antonio. Here's Justin Ware and Brian Vellante. Further up the road. Have a good one. Family and Country Radio Show. This